Love the nouns, love the pronouns, impersonal and personal. Love the words from ELFM. A poetry pandemical. When the pandemic hit in March 2020, my response was to produce radio content. In all, there were about 70 pieces of radio. The first, Radio Free Kinsley, was inspired by my friend and collaborator Pasha Taylor, who started making videos for Facebook detailing what she could see from her house in Kinsley during lockdown. This soon got out of hand. As we lurched into 2021, Peter Spafford at Chapel FM asked me to write a piece about my time volunteering at Navigation War Vaccine Centre in Wakefield. Like everything else in our lives at that time, we set no end point, we'd just see where it went. Here's how it seemed at the time. Amazing how easy it's been to forget it. 2nd of February, 21. Good evening. Here is the news on Tuesday the 2nd of February. Blizzard conditions struck Yorkshire on Tuesday morning as heavy news, heavy snow buried several parts of the county. Figures released by NHS England show 767 deaths were recorded in the country's hospital in the 24 hours to 4pm on Monday, February 1st. Captain Sir Tom Moore has died at the age of 100 after testing positive for COVID-19, his family have confirmed. 100 people died in Yorkshire's care homes in the week leading up to January the 22nd, according to the Office for National Statistics, down from 108 the previous week. Yorkshire's care home death rate is the second lowest in the country after the North East, which had 74 deaths in the week leading up to January the 22nd. Matt Hancock has been told care workers need more than a pat on the head after offering employees across the sector a new brand on par with the NHS as a way to mitigate the strain of the COVID-19 coronavirus. Similar to the existing NHS badges, these are to be worn by care workers helping others recognise their frontline responsibilities. It's hard in different ways getting through these days. On a day that looks like it's sweating off a cold, the teacher at a makeshift desk feels old. The anxious, learning disabled young man cries in a chair with his head in his hands. The old soldier who managed to dodge Nazi bullets finds peace when forced to surrender to Covid. And what if the storm becomes the norm? And out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks... Do we tear each other apart online or volunteer information and time? The village Facebook group shares information about roads and vaccines till an altercation kicks off when some man-child starts taking the mick and then the pile-on starts. The insults stick like slush to your shoes and out of the overflow of the heart the mouth speaks. On it goes while the anxious learning disabled young man finds shelter in the pleasure of a cigar bought as a present in guilty love by tobacco-hating parents. Any port in this squall reads the message in the smoke where we're in the same storm but in different boats. It's hard for everyone in different ways finding a path through these days. 
On a day when a hairdresser styled herself a martyr on social media, misquoting Magna Carta, the comments coalesced like the parted snow sulking in the gutter of bronze side roads. Everyone's an expert in the wrong sort of numbers, the arguments predictable as a Channel 5 drama. The teacher learns she's not been outside for two days and suddenly dreams of pork pies. But what to do? A shuffle round Lidl, browsing for essentials, pauses entertainment if we find things a struggle. It's hard in different ways, thinking through these days. The snakeskin face across the table of the bully boss bastard who tried to sack me sat in stocking feet with his inveters in people pin glistening like fresh morning snot in his slimy lint lapel now a nitwit with a tin pin saying nhs including a rainbow grin slithers and skids round questions Investors take preference, eyes pierce like poison, pins and needles. His snow-white skin, glistening like mercury, his mouth moves, he grins. Brandishes a badge like voodoo tap to scare away scrutiny and blame. Stick pins in your clothing and wish. It's always been the same. Tin emblems of wishful witchcraft. It's always been the same. Tin emblems of wishful witchcraft. Statues celebrate someone or other. No one noticed, no one were bothered. Symbols of sins that stood forgotten. The great and the greedy's guilt glossed over. When no one reads and no one researches, no wonder religions dismissed it all as witchcraft, collapsing when rationales are questioned. It's always been the same. Tin emblems of wishful witchcraft. It's always been the same. Tin emblems of wishful witchcraft. A skinhead screams Zigile, saturated with silk screen poppies dismayed. Eye slits, builder's tits, spit, drips on his chin like juice on skins of poison apples. His Adam's apple wobbles as he struggles to pin the blame for his troubles on someone, somewhere else. It's always been the same. Tin emblems of wishful witchcraft. It's always been the same. Tin emblems of wishful witchcraft. People my age facing the wrong way, under the spell of venomous peddlers of snake pit solutions for snow white skins. We become what we behold. We become what we behold. We become what we behold. Rallying round wrong monuments, right armed raised, looking for a rope, chants, statues, badges and flags, giving damned hands something to grasp at last. It's always been the same, tin emblems of wishful witchcraft. It's always been the same, tin emblems of wishful witchcraft.
9th of February, 21. Volunteering at the Vaccine Centre. Good evening. Here is the news on Tuesday the 9th of February. Figures released by NHS England show 509 deaths were recorded in the country's hospitals in the 24 hours to 4pm on Monday, February the 8th, including 33 in Yorkshire and the Humber. MPs voted 318 to 303, majority of 15, to remove two Lords' amendments from the Trade Bill, including one which would have forced ministers to withdraw from any free trade agreement with any country which the High Court ruled is committing genocide. It was replaced by a government-backed compromise amendment aimed at giving Parliament a vote on whether to pursue agreements with such countries. A leading independent hairdresser with salons in Leeds and Barnsley is calling on the government to impose a temporary reduction in VAT to help prevent salons from shutting down for good after lockdown. Jet 2 has suspended all flights from Leeds Bradford Airport until April due to uncertainty over travel restrictions. As winter loitered with its mask under its chin, it made me want to cry as I stumbled in. This humdrum miracle on an industrial scale we daren't have dreamed possible beyond the pale until we saw what's possible when greed's put aside and things are left to experts instead of snides the PM newer Oxford. Volunteering has its moments, but here there's a spring in the step of arrangements as Group 4, over 70 or vulnerable, appeared wide-eyed, prepared and willing, a hopeful tide from the stairs or lifts, clutching printouts or letters, as if grasping the notion that things might get better. One woman got carried away and sailed past the gate, two queues plus the assessment and vaccine booths had had in space till the volunteers guided her back, all apologies. One old lad, clearly all pleased to be on the front foot again, forgot himself in the assessment booth and dropped his kegs like he'd done in lost youth. It didn't faze the nurse asking questions at her laptop, but the jab queue enjoyed a change in the backdrop. Us volunteers handed out leaflets and managed the queues, made jokes about Twister to break the ice like you do. We soon learned how to pinch the face mask to prevent steamed up specks and show companions where they're meant to sit and reassure them that no, they didn't have to have their NHS number, but if they had, it'd make things a bit quicker not to worry, it'll be fine, just follow the arrows to the front of the line. A four-hour shift flies by like the muted traffic in pouring rain full of people trying to drive as far as they can to get away with, to get away from where we can't get away from, to get away from being locked in. If not that, we're in a chair, murdering time, arguing with things that people we've never actually met appear in online discussions to have said, but they say they never meant. Look, this screenshot proves it before a pylon sends me out for biscuits. On the local Facebook, would I volunteer to spread key messages, the nonsense I'd feared is beautifully absent. For once, it's helpful feedback, full of courtesy and relevant facts, until one old couple, who've had their jabs among the first, thought the drive was inconvenient, and now they're experts in pandemic planning, and, though both over 70, won't leave it alone and get all sweary. Your first reaction is violence, sarcasm or seizure, but on reflection, it restores your faith in human nature. Everyone wants to tell everyone else what to do. Everyone wants to know if anyone else knows anyone who can deliver a nice sandwich. Everyone wants to see everyone they've not seen for ages. Everyone wants to. 
Everyone wants everyone. There are jewels in the crown of England's glory And every jewel shines a thousand ways Algorithms and masochism and Brompton bikes Tyson Fury, trial by jury, private eye Christening booze up sunburnt arms, Teletubbies and dairy farms Croydon facelifts, Waterloo sunsets, Alan Turing, Majorettes Morris dancers, boiled ham, Just a Minute and Peter Pan All the jewels in the crown of England's glory Too numerous to mention but a few And everyone could tell a different story And show old England's glory something new Obscene chanting, double glazing, bargain hunt Heritage railways, damp bank holidays, toffs in punts Tolkien rolling bacon rolls, match of the day and crown green balls, David Attenborough, Mary Stokes, LBW, Antiques Roadshow, Wallace and Gromit and Custard Creams, Rugby League and Pie and Peas. With Lenny Henry, Arthur Daly, Michael Rosen, Bernie Clifton, Ian Islop, Jane Austen, Esther Ranson, Frank Bruno and all. Esther Ranson, Frank Bruno and all. All the jewels in the crown of England's glory Too numerous to mention but a few And everyone could tell a different story And show old England's glory something new Borders here and carry on Cleo and Bradley Walsh Ian Fleming, Derek Griffiths, Inspector Morse Emily Maitlis, Mothers-in-Law, Valerie Singleton, World at War, Emmeline Pankhurst, Virginia Woolf, Stretching Parkers, Beowulf, Rosalind Franklin, Berners-Lee, White Van Man and Grayson Perry. England's glory. Sixteenth of February, twenty-one. Good evening. Here is the news on Tuesday, the sixteenth of February. Figures released by NHS England show four hundred and seventy-four deaths were recorded in the country's hospitals in the twenty-four hours to four p.m. on Tuesday, February the sixteenth, including fifty-nine in Yorkshire and the Humber. Boris Johnson is set to unveil a roadmap out of lockdown restrictions as cases in England continue to fall. The country was placed under a third lockdown on January the 4th with schools and non-essential businesses forced to close until at least mid-February. The UK's coronavirus vaccine rollout continues after reaching its first target of vaccinating 15 million people by the 15th of February. The vaccine centre queue has changed into that corny crack about policemen getting younger till the nuisance fact that Group 5 includes care workers puts me right. 
At times it's like a year nine prom, the minimum wage teenage types we ignore till something's wrong or missing come together. It doesn't take long till their sparrow chatter escalates and their waving at each new arrival in the queue becomes the main event. Everyone hopes these aren't the few, but the many. Take-up is low and so the fight continues on social media. The battlefield is fake news, knee-jerk fury and speculation by the nearly bright. Night after night on Facebook, the lid comes off. This week, it's the urban blight of dog napping. Photos of fake RSPCA vans on local estates turns out to be the actual RSPCA. The fact that the photo was taken in Kent last year doesn't dilute the locked-in atmosphere where a wistfulness that pauses as tough talk or hate struggles to be satisfied in the pylons that play with hearts and minds and boats and lives. The world and its dogs spittle-flex spite waste love and money and reverse exorcisms of cutting and pacing and panic buying of attack alarms no one needs. The man who growls about how he'd kill for his dog with no conscience doubts there's anything that can be done. So much for hope. He's got Sky Sports but don't believe him better than people shiver from more than the weather. But still, some carve out pleasure from a frozen afternoon in a timber yard that serves coffee and cakes just within the rules. The good life snatched like an old lady's bag by a starving man. You steal your pleasure where you can. Back on Facebook, we share announcements about vaccine, blazing away at the false notion that free speech means saying anything you want, including lies and speculation disguised as learning. The over-70s have been easy, not that they're wise, just that they don't want to die yet. Here at the centre, we got a taste of what's to come when her mother brought her kid and kicked off when the nurse won't give her the jab. If she fainted, who looks after the child? Not us. We're not here for that. Her shouting was noted by pensioners clutching their emails, all set, half an eye on holidays they're daring to dream about now. In some ways it's hopeful, in others you daren't say what you think deep down, that this isn't like the war, no, there'll be no victory celebration, no warm glow, just years of need and struggle for those at the bottom of the pile, but who knows, the queue comes and goes like the weather. March Good evening. Here is the news for Tuesday the 9th of March. Figures released by NHS England show 164 deaths were recorded in the country's hospitals in the 24 hours to 4pm on Monday, March the 8th, including 27 in Yorkshire and the Humber. A holiday park company in England used a blacklist of common rich uh, common Irish surnames in a bid to prevent traveller and gypsy families staying at its resort. The Equality and Human Rights Commission carried out an investigation which included, concluded that Pontins had been operating a policy of refusing bookings by gypsies and travellers. Months of being away from offices could soon come to an end as the Prime Minister dismissed the idea that lockdown would lead to a permanent shift towards working from home. Mr Johnson has said that all restrictions on social contact could be lifted on the 21st of June at the earliest, allowing people to legally return to work as usual. Piers Morgan has decided to leave Good Morning Britain, ITV has said. The presenter stormed off the set of the news programme on Tuesday following a heated discussion with his colleague Alex Beresford about the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's TV interview with Oprah Winfrey.
Another day at the vaccination centre and the pace relaxes like the milder weather. Suddenly everyone's in Levi's, not garden centre fleeces, and they climb the stairs faster, but the flow somehow eases and no one knows why. One nurse reckons it's supplies or a pause between cohorts. It's hard to overemphasise how the first four groups flocked here just to survive, but from this point on it's about reclaiming normal lives, whatever that was. The next day, it's like that change in the light when the sun stops slouching. We spend our time keeping the rules by bending them into prettier shapes. A picnic on a bench juggling a burger van hot dog tastes like freedom. Yesterday, as when I'm 64, played on a loop in my head, a couple came through the door. He's 65, she's 64 and not due yet, but seeing we're so quiet, she might as well fill in a form, no harm done to try it. Soon word comes back, there's vaccine left, none must go to waste. The relief on their face when they sense that first taste of a hint of a chink of a glimmer of light seems to affect the weather outside and mirrors the seasons. But don't even think it, let alone say it, or you might just jinx it. Such nonsense hardly survives a second thought, but after so long feeling hopeless and frightened, we ought not to be surprised at anything that enters our isolated echo chambers, echo chambers of our own heads, the number of times you say something and realise you told them that same thing earlier on, seeing as how we've been rattling round this house since this time last spring. Then, it was a headless chicken apocalypse of toilet roll and soap. Now we dip a toe in cold, shallow hope. believers to ever explain it or give concrete examples of benefits or fathom out just how we'll get over it just run along come along right or wrong grab a bong swap meters for furlongs bang a gong sing a song there'll be no skylon to admire and your sheets of nylon just might catch fire at the festival of brexit To bind us asunder The tent leaks like a promise The food supply has gone under Workers are casual Now the rights have been plundered So come along, come along With a headlong swan song A years long ding dong What could possibly go wrong At the festival of Brexit Career opportunities Will be fewer and fewer There's a smell of decay Like a medieval sewer the face on a fiver's Julia Hartley Brewer at the festival of Brexit. The catering tent may lack some edge with shortages of imported fruit and veg. So suck on a limp lettuce celebration of a Facebook-fed disunited kingdom. There'll be loads to celebrate, you'll soon see. Because Ringo and Michael Caine both agree that it's so much better to be poorer and free at the festival of Brexit. tape like health and safety free to make trade deals we had already free from all them skilled doctors and nurses and carers and plumbers and cancer researchers free to be racist free to tell lies 
Free to feed edge funds, free to wear long ties. So, tag along, string along, mourn along, sing along, leave along just as long as it's a three-word song. But don't explain, cos that's such a pain. Dispense with the facts and don't mention tax. Believe the express, flog the NHS. Just come along, headstrong, wave a flag the day long. The money's fled to Hong Kong, you've been lied to all along. Monkey chants are our new song. At the festival of Brexit. <laughs> Democracy's welcome, extends the lies and hate. So don't call him Boris, because he's not your mate. Democracy's welcome, extends the lies and hate. So don't call him Boris, because he's not your mate. Spring? Good evening. Here is the news for the Tuesday, the 23rd of March. A minute's silence is to be held in the UK today, a year on from the country first entering lockdown. The one-year landmark comes as the country continues to live under a third lockdown period. The Prime Minister has said that the NHS 1% pay rise is as much as we can give. Shadow Health Secretary Jonathan Ashworth said Chancellor Rishi Sunak had been cowardly when he sneaked out the announcement a day after his budget. Figures released by NHS England show 14 deaths were recorded in the 24 hours to 4pm on Monday, March the 22nd, including 14 in Yorkshire and the Humber. According to North Yorkshire Police, people are continuing to flout lockdown rules to celebrate birthdays meet friends for a beer and drive to North Yorkshire for a glass of wine, despite UK COVID-19 death toll passing 126,000. A survey of 1,000 UK office workers who are currently on furlough or are working from home revealed more than half, 51%, can't wait to head back in to do their job. But HR teams may have to consider rewriting their guidelines after 71% said staff should only be allowed back in the office once they have been vaccinated. Is this the day we see it turn around? Dangerous talk after a year of over-promised, over-by-Christmas, under-the-counter, underwhelming, psycho-babble, spouted daily to distract the rabble from actual facts and research numbers. Here, the queue's like a game of twister with couples careful to stand on their spot in the line, not wanting to blow it after all this time. Is this the day the brakes came off and the thing accelerated like a piano from a window and the march to be vaccinated became a spring-in-the-step stampede? This is our passport to Spain, we hope, gushes one woman in a sort of damp excitement. Those without bookings filling forms and saying yes has become the new norm and will worry later about what the question might have been. They come so thick and fast I don't get chance to clean the clipboards and pens before a shuffling keen hopscotch of excitement is let out for the afternoon. Going nowhere for nearly a year, the hope of release is too soon for certainty, but emails are clutched like raffle tickets where all the prizes have self-imposed limits of optimism infected with a pain we might not have felt yet. Is this the day when RQ became a wannabe jet set of ordinary loss and frustration and the limitations of Zoom quizzes? This room fizzes with anticipation of what might or might not happen at some point. In a future only fools and horses can see but all can feel like aching joints. And anyway, what's the point of a queue? 
Does being at the front imply a person deserves it more than those further back, or does it simply serve as a means of getting on the bus quicker? As kids, we often felt all the richer queuing for a ticket to a gig, the way it became part of the whole experience before a whole new ball game of online booking and corporate touts put nothing in and took their pound of flesh out. The front of the train gets the station the same time as the back, so people here smile as they join the line they think will take them somewhere better than now. They don't really care that they don't yet know how. And you may ask yourself, how did we end up here? And you may ask yourself, looking at your new car. And you may ask yourself, how does all this work? And you may ask yourself, why do we have that car? And you may ask yourself, how did we end up here? Clapped out Anglia. Good evening. Here is the news for any week in April, frankly. Figures released by NHS England show 40 deaths were recorded in the country's hospitals in the 24 hours to 4pm on March the 19th, including nine in Yorkshire and the Humber. The Metropolitan Police acted appropriately at the vigil held in memory of Sarah Everard on Clapham Common. A new inspection has found. The report by Her Majesty's Inspectorate of Constabulary found the force was justified in adopting the view that the risks of transmitting COVID-19 at the vigil were too great to ignore when planning and policing the event. Film stars Chiwetel Ejiofor and Tandy Newton, author Mallory Blackman and radio DJ Trevor Nelson are among the signatories of an open letter written by Sir Lenny Henry urging black Britons to take the COVID-19 vaccine. Scientists researching snakes say... Toxic people may become a reality if humans evolve venom glands. The research, published in the PNAS journal, indicates that while neither humans or mice are venomous currently, our genomes have the potential under certain ecological conditions. This was the week when the heroes who'd been applauded on studio-lit steps in Downing Street got rewarded with a pay rise of a whole 1%. £3.50 a week, not enough to pay the rent. Up to their red raw eyes, necks in debts and patients there one shift and gone the next. This was the week when there was plenty enough cash for a Downing Street briefing room, a bit of flash, so the PM could bluster in front of flags looking all presidential. And though the money, in reality, was inconsequential in real terms, a kick in the teeth still stings for weeks after. Another gone by, another Zoom quiz, and another, and another. This was the week the government said that Richmond was more needy than Barnsley, and flags mattered more than poverty. Up to this week, it's been a doddle if sheltering under the roof you already own. Long walks, gardening and improving books that feed Amazon's endless appetite for more while the working poor just have to risk it and the local bookstore closes. Now, with vaccine hope, there's a blind assumption that, just like the box sets we've all been watching, a resolution will come at the time we expect, on demand, what goes around comes around, things always go in cycles, there's a silver lining in every cloud... All them things people say that are flimsier than the faith most have discarded while planning to fill the space with a cheap beach where outcomes are legally guaranteed and ethical or climate concerns are trumped by the need to get away from the situation that meant we could afford it. Up to this week, it's been a doddle. 
Unless it hasn't and you've been hit hard and lost a family member, then been denied a proper occasion to grieve and cry. Or, like our electrician who caught it building a million quid house, or the nurse who was off work four weeks whose kids flipped their lids when she tried to cool off in her own backyard and steam were coming off her head. Like we said, it's been hard, or it hasn't. But one thing we learn from sport, playing or watching, is to wait till the final whistle before we start bragging. The fat lady isn't allowed in the building to clear her throat, so it'd be unwise to even try and sing a note. This was the week the government said we need more right-wing comics at the BBC, that flags matter more than poverty, that a candlelight vigil could be smashed like angry crockery. Meanwhile, the hopeful kept coming up the stairs, clutching their invites with knuckles made white with prayers. And its toes hurt from being too big for its boots And its feet were anchored like a dead tree's roots And its soles were covered in guilty scars And its boots were made for walking Though these days it went by car Till it piled on weight through lack of labour And its knees ached like a retired footballer Fuming in a queue, trying to get away to the seaside Trying to get away to the seaside And its belly was full of fattening treats And its dreams were influenced by late night cheese And its spine was a motorway started by slaves And its limbic system was sketched on the walls of caves And its neck was cricked from looking back And its memory was like my senile mother's Well, you'd have to laugh Fuming in a queue, trying to get away to the seaside. Fuming in a queue, trying to get away to the seaside. seaside. And its heart was an object of bitter arguments. And its heart was located by inaccurate measurements. And its heart was broken by inevitable penalties. And its heart beat faster when looking out to sea. And its heart beat stronger when all people got the vote. And its heart was left in a seafront disco. Fuming in a queue, trying to get away to the seaside. Fuming in a queue, trying to get away to the seaside. And its fingers smelled of many pies. And its dying jokes were rescued by Markham and Wise. And its suit was tailored but didn't have niff. And its hair was like an old Ted's quiff. And its conscience was apt to nip out for a fag. As its hands rummaged in its pockets for a flag. Fuming in a queue, trying to get away to the seaside. in a queue trying to get away to the seaside and its eyes were bigger than its belly and its teeth were chalk cliffs chattering into jelly and its accent changed as the weather got more chilly and its mouth spoke Norse translations of Stormzy and its eyes looked outwards but pretended not to like a teenage lad on a fence at a girls school 
human in a queue trying, trying to get to away get to, to the, the seaside. seaside. Human in a queue trying to get away to the seaside. And its head was full of apples and glaciers. And its shoulders were pit props collapsed on miners. And its ears remade foreign sounds as its own. And its nose ran from autumn till early June. And its conscience opted for trial by jury. So it couldn't believe it wasn't the good guy. Trying to get away to the seaside. Fuming in the queue, trying to get away to the seaside. Fuming in the queue, trying to get away to the seaside. Fuming in the queue, trying to get away to the seaside. 17th of April 21. A right royal funeral. Good evening. Here is the news for Saturday the 17th of April. The head of the armed forces has said the funeral arrangements for the Duke of Edinburgh will reflect the high esteem in which he was held by the military throughout a lifetime of distinguished service. General Sir Nick Carter, the Chief of the Defence Staff, said it will reflect military precision and above all, I think, it will be a celebration of a life well lived. It would also show, I think, how much the armed forces loved and respected him. York must confront uncomfortable truths about its past, according to a city councillor. After a review into the history of the confectioners, the Roundtree Company exposed historic racial injustices that posed questions about the legacy of social reformer Joseph Roundtree. Barnsley Council is set to replace 66 petrol and diesel vehicles with electric models to combat climate change. Cabinet members are set to rubber stamp plans to replace the vehicles at a cost of more than £2 million at their next meeting on April the 21st. Last night we finally got to go train spotting for the first time in ages but saw next to nothing. Drove through an April blizzard, got there in sunshine, shivered on empty platforms for just enough time to test a new cam- camera and empty chill bladders. A toe in the water before tomorrow's breakout from the clumsy welter of obligated mourning on all channels at a time when genuine grief rituals are limited by royal statute. Forced to grieve, hard to fathom the thinking across such an awkward chasm of assumptions... The music's been tasteful and mute between bottom-clenching, battle-scraping tributes, including one from a sweaty alleged sex offender who the bee wheeled out so he could tell us his dad was the nation's favourite grandfather, though, true to form, no-one asked us. On Radio 2, the keen presenter was desperate to confide how he lost his own granddad in 1975, which meant for him, he claimed, the Duke was a surrogate. A lovely thought, but for those who could recollect it didn't add up as the potty-mouthed object of all this adoration wasn't a granddad himself at the time. So, one suspects, the DJ was just trying to say what he thought was the appropriate thing instead of holding up his hands and admitting that he was only doing his job. No crime in itself, but doing that thing we do sometimes, which is to pretend emotions for a variety of reasons. With so much unspent grief, this was hardly the season to waste it on distant people for whom we didn't really care. 
This elephant in the room's lifetime of privileged ignorance got the big send-off thousands of other war veterans were deprived of. Still, today we came out to play with our collars turned up, buttoned up while supping up, huddled up while cuddling up, bookings only via a lectern on the pavement by the side of Barnsley Road. Taking disaster in our stride, the pavement's packed but no one's serving at the bar. Waiter service has been added to the repertoire of the Talbot in Darton. A ridge of high pressure has meant nights as clear as the beer, savoured with friends like a celebration of something not even on the horizon yet, like clapping before a performance. Like the couple at the vaccine centre rubbing their hands saying, done and dusted, you won't be seeing us again, except we will. Their premature jubilation, an easier pill to swallow over a pint with friends in the flesh for the first time this year, even though the fresh north wind still reminded us of cold realities, even if we acted as if mere pleasantries could blow it all away with the wishful thinking that's made people book tickets for concerts that won't be happening. Last week, the vaccine centre paused for breath after warp speed jabs had made the rate of deaths tumble. As the ages of the smiling customers flip-flopping through the door's plungers, the lesson of fear of actually dying opens the door for all kinds of speculating about which brand of vaccine might be safest or which centre might be best to get what I think might suit me. I read this article. Shopping around. Doing as we're told. Back to normal. On tiptoe. Good evening. Here is the news. A private healthcare company has launched a £99 at-home PCR test service to make foreign holidays more affordable for British families travelling this summer. The company, which is a preferred supplier to healthcare provider Bupa, is now supplying government-authorised summer holiday kits and individual tests direct to customers, consumers holidaying after 26th of July when restrictions are due to be lifted. A Scarborough councillor has denied blocking a town centre road during a climate change protest earlier this month. Theresa Norton, a Labour councillor who represents the Eastfield Ward, pleaded not guilty this morning when she appeared before Scarborough Magistrates Court. Cineworld has hailed a strong opening weekend across the UK and said it expects a good recovery after months of pandemic closures. The cinema chain said its first week since the UK reopening was buoyed by the success of Peter Rabbit 2 The Runaway, which drew in family audiences. Labour has warned International Trade Secretary Liz Truss that scrapping safeguards on steel and ports could put thousands of jobs at risk across the north. The government has been warned that its decision to scrap trade safeguard measures could see the UK become a magnet for large quantities of foreign steel. Hey pal, don't forget your face covering. I know it's been over a year since I've used the loo in Sainsbury's myself. I know it feels different, but things haven't really altered. The numbers are the same as when it felt like the end of the world last autumn. We've not seen our friends since October round here. It's taken now, so I'm not freaked out by people within two metres. That silent shout of exasperation that people can't follow add us to the exit or do the like shiting dogs over digestive biscuits... Vanished when I got my second jab. Funny that. I feel less frightened, but a little bit flat. Maybe it's just me struggling to adapt like the shivering revellers in woolly hats huddled over lagers. The friendly ridges of high pressure that had been so kind even in winter finally get the rest not available to nurses on forgotten ICUs. Now no one takes in the numbers of deaths at the end of the news in the slot where they used to say... 
And finally, then cut to a story about cats. No one comes out to applaud. No one over 60 can see beyond a beach in a country they voted to cut us off from. The legacy of too much time on social media, too much time spending gifts others fought for, of money and time, having a much better time than our parents to notice that we didn't end up all affluent like this by immutable laws of nature. Too young to recall the war, but old enough for economic windfalls of affordable mortgages, free higher education and peace in our time before their baffling frustration made them vote to pull the ladder up behind them. Hey pal, don't forget your history. Don't piss on your grandkids. Don't forget that feeling when for a few weeks we were solid. They don't seem to need me at the vaccine centre now, which is fine, I suppose. Now, vaccines have been displaced by a row about the PM's wallpaper. Not that it interests the boomers. Corruption, incompetence, lies and deaths by the thousand are OK, so long as we can go on holiday. Guaranteed sand and sun and cheap beer. Never mind if they never have elections. Never mind if women can't go out alone. Never mind the suppression of free speech. Never mind if rape is legal. Never mind. Our recreation is the main thing. Never mind, everything's going to be okay, isn't it? It says so on Facebook. It's going to be okay. It is. It's on the front page. It's going to be okay. The pubs are open. It's going to be okay. We've had our jabs. It's going to be okay. We've booked our holes. It's going to be okay. Are they rubbing their hands with anticipation? Or is it sanitizer? Hey, pal, don't forget your sanitizer. Hey, pal, don't forget them nurses. Hey, pal... Don't forget how we got here. Hey, pal, don't forget the papers. Hey, pal, don't forget. Hey, pal, don't forget. Hey, pal, don't forget everything else now you've booked your holidays. England's glory number two. Good evening. Here is the news. Download Festival kicked has kicked off to an atmosphere of euphoria this weekend. The events promoter has said, The festival is taking place this weekend as part of a government live events pilot, meaning fans do not have to wear masks or socially distance. Education Minister Gillian Keegan said that England footballers taking the knee is divisive and fans who boo it would like to end racism as well. A government minister has said. Keegan told BBC Question Time that the gesture is symbolism more than action. Home Secretary Priti Patel said that she did not support people participating in that type of gesture politics. Asked if she would criticise fans who booed England players taking the knee, she said, that's a choice for them, quite frankly. Leeds Rhinos' next Super League fixture against Catalan Dragons in the south of France looks certain to be called off after the club announced another four positive COVID-19 cases. Are we there yet? When can we go on holiday? When we say holiday, we mean abroad to the places we blame for everything in this land of grope and off-colour stories about our own history. The only mystery now is how the Tories can keep a straight face. Are we there yet? Can we go out to the pub? I'd like to talk to someone else apart from those I love or look after. Are we there yet? The tabloids just talk of holidays and why England players are wrong about race. They think it's all over, but infections are climbing. Some adverts have changed, but it's all about timing. The PM dithers like a shiting dog again. Are we there yet? Toddler journalists want to know when we can go back to a war over sausages or fish or a war on wokes so Lawrence Fox can get his wish and be popular outside his own head. Are we there yet? 
They think it's all over, but is it really? Are we there yet? Booing our own players for taking the knee? Are we there yet? Where is this land of tabloid dreams draped in flags? Are we there yet? Big ones, next to a picture of the Queen. Are we there yet? Where Lawrence Harvey sees off the jerrys. Are we there yet? When can we go to Spain again? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? They think it's all over, and in a way, it always was. A one-well man has a life-size cardboard cutout of Gareth Southgate at the bottom of his garden. A well-meaning woman in Walton makes assumptions about a black footballer's headphones. The tabloid that screamed about the filth and the fury quotes the Sex Pistols out of context. Millions of blokes who reckon the anti-war quote lyrics they love penned by liberal lefties. Millions more are cast off into the petrodish of nationalism and maybe, just maybe, for the first time it occurs to them that dreaming of a better future is better than dreaming up a past. That dreaming of a better future is better than dreaming up a past. That dreaming of a better future is better than dreaming up a past. And get down on their knees. Green Pond concerns residents in the Isle of Wight. An old man in an advert dances right out of his electric armchair. A floating voter in Leicester Square sticks a marine distress flare up his rectum as part of the government's reveling up agenda. And maybe, just maybe for the first time it occurs to them that dreaming of a better future is better than dreaming up a past. That dreaming of a better future is better than dreaming up a past. That dreaming of a better future is better than dreaming up a past. And get down on their knees. Nine Displacement Activities was written and performed by Jimi Andrex and Peter Spafford. Flute on Badgers was by Amy Bryce. The music was by Jimi Andrex and engineered by Felix McIntosh. Love the nouns. Love the pronouns. Impersonal and personal. Love the words from ELFM. Quando eu canto e a chuva cair.